Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it's awfully quiet here at Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, New York. And uh, it wasn't for most of the day, but it started to get that way in the fourth quarter. He's Dale Lolly. I'm Dan Kovacevic. We're from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Steelers beat the Bills 23-16. to And wow. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know. It, I, oh, come what, on. Coming, That's a wow, Dale. Coming into this game, I thought the Steelers had maybe a, 20, a, chance. a 25% chance of winning this game. They needed to get some kind of defensive score, some kind of special team score, something along those lines. Some to help brilliance it out. on the coaching staff of Buffalo's part. That, too. And, you know, as a friend of mine always says, the other team has coaches, too. Yes. In and this case, that didn't work out real well it, for the it, Bills. It didn't. Um, <laughs> the Steelers come in here and, and shock the Buffalo Bills, uh, a team that was in the AFC Championship game last year, a team that a lot of t- people, including myself, are, are picking to, to, to be the, the best team in the AFC this year. And uh, and they did so in front of this. This part can't be underscored enough. In front of 73,000 Rabbit. Fan, rabbit fans. <laughs> the last time that the Steelers and Dale and I were here, we the whole like game this. was like this. There was nobody here. Uh, you, If you have not been to Buffalo for either a football or a hockey game, then you won't fully appreciate why Ben Roethlisberger kept making multiple references as he did to how the rookies overcame this atmosphere. You know, we had a lot of first-timers out there, um, you know, and that's a hostile place. Those fans are awesome. Um, they were loud. It was very, very loud. I, I, Pat grabbed me after. I was like, holy cow, it's loud out there. I said, yeah, that's welcome to the NFL. Um, and so, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of environmental factors, and, and, and that is, that's fans, that's weather, that's a really good defense, um, a good team. And um, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm proud of the guys because they didn't really, I hate to use a Coach Thomas, they didn't blink. Right, they um, they stood up in the face of not playing well early. We did we didn't make the big mistake either. That was huge. We didn't make a big mistake early. We didn't do what we wanted to do, but we didn't um, turn the ball over. We didn't um, do anything catastrophic. So uh, the fact that you come in at halftime, it wasn't like there was a big rah rah. No one really spoke and, and acted crazy. It was just a, okay. This is what we're going to do in the second half. Let's go do it. And Dale, that's really a big part of this, wasn't it? Yeah, and as he noted, and I noted in my in my preview, it wasn't just the rookies. You had guys like Chase Claypool and Kevin Dotson who had never who hadn't played, played in front of the humans. They, they, not in the ever. pros anyway. In not the pros. In the pros. Yeah. yeah, I mean Chase Claypool played in front of a few people at Notre Dotson Dame. Kevin Dotson played at Louisiana. 
Yeah, Louisiana. I mean, no offense to, to Louisiana, but they didn't. They never played in front of seventy plus thousand fans. Well, not these people. Right. This is this is a different crew here. Yeah. Okay. I mean, when Chase Claypool was playing at Notre Dame, the Notre Dame crowd was probably pretty quiet when yeah, they were yeah, on offense. Right. Right. But Dale, that to me was the biggest component for the offense's turnaround because we did see the jitters. We saw Najee Harris tip the ball up to himself not once but twice and not come down with it. One of those could have been a touchdown. We saw some jitters maybe even from the most experienced guy on the offense yeah. uh, early on. But then they did get it together, didn't they? They did. To an extent. You know, I can't discount the fact that Buffalo is a good football team. I know a lot of people in that first half were, oh, my God, the, the sky's falling. Uh, this 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 might be the worst uh, team in the division. Blah blah blah. You gotta wait and see what happens. Halftime adjustments, those adjustments, kind of things. Yeah. They came out. They were you know they ran the ball more effectively in the second half. Yeah. It still wasn't great, but they 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 got positive gains in the second half when they did run the football, and they found some things that worked. They they started picking on you know the, the other corners, not named Tredavious White, and, and it made that work. They also incorporated the tight ends a couple of times in the second half. Tight ends did show up in the second half, did they not? As I noted on our live file on DK Pittsburgh Sports in all capital letters when it occurred, I was most impressed by the offense. Being able to stay diverse whenever it got in trouble. Like, even as I'm watching that in the first half, I'm thinking, God, just run the ball. Or then when that didn't work, God, just throw the ball. But they stayed diverse. And then they started doing some of their swag stuff, the stuff that you and I have been reporting uh, throughout the offseason. They had a 25-yard on on an end around and things of that nature. really pretty play. Uh, The one to Chase Claypool that that almost was a touchdown here in this corner uh they did a lot of things and they started to look like they played with a little bit of confidence too didn't they yeah and and again it goes back to what we talked about at the start of this you're you're doing this for the first time with six guys who have never played in front of an nfl crowd before uh there was bound to be some jitters there there was bound to be some hiccups and we saw that early but they persevered because the defense allowed them to stay in the game and we will talk about the defense right after this Welcome back. As promised, we're going to talk about this defense. Um, But before we do, Dale and I looked at each other, which we don't do all that often in the press conference settings, when Mike Tomlin said this about that group. You know, we just play Steeler D. We respect Josh Allen. We respect their group, their challenging group. But, you know, I got an expectation that our defensive unit is going to be in every football game like that. And I'm just being bluntly honest with you. That was that was like a brag, a little bit, a little bit from, from a guy who doesn't that? brag a doesn't lot. Doesn't do that a whole lot. That the, was a that was a come and get it. You, you know? know, they only had two sacks in this game as a defense, um, but they drew four holding penalties early in that football game and could have drawn a bunch more. <laughs> uh, but I thought that affected the way the Buffalo played the game the rest of the way. Instead, of, you, you saw Josh Allen come out early and try some take some shots down the field. And then they started, they, they realized early on that, that they couldn't keep the Steelers' pass rushers at bay. Uh, so they started, you know, Dinkin and Duncan. And, and, and Josh Allen in this game averaged fewer yards per pass than Ben Roethlisberger did for much of this game. And that's not who he is. He's one of the best deep ball throwers in the league. And they couldn't throw the deep ball because they just didn't have the time to do it. And one of the things that I appreciated, Cam Hayward was talking uh, afterward, TJ Watt brought this up himself, is that 
they feel like it's a mutual feeding off. Uh, it's not just the pass rush that's making life easier and, and cutting down on the deep ball, though that's obviously completely correct. It's also that they did have tight coverage. If you look at the passes that Allen completed, particularly the touchdown that happened yeah. right here on this, this letter B. Had great coverage. Cam Sutton was all over. Uh, who, who was it already? Uh, Gordon. It wasn't McKenzie. It was no, one it was of their other. Gordon something. Yeah. Uh, but doesn't matter. We'll put it in comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon something caught that touchdown here. But Cam was all over him, and the ball was just executed perfectly. That's how good Josh Allen is, but that also tells you how good the coverage was because who else didn't really make an appearance in this game? Stephon Diggs was not a factor. Nope. Um, you know, he averaged about six, seven yards a catch. Uh, if, that, if, you're, if that's what he's going to, you know. Wrap and tackle. Just, you let him, you're not going to shut a guy like that down, but when he catches the football, he attracts a lot of attention, and they tackled the catch. They didn't let him get anything after the catch. Actually, I don't know that they let anybody do that. Was there an instance? I can't pop up one off the top of my head here, and this was another point that that, that Cam uh, Hayward made, was that there was nothing extra. Yeah. Okay, they were, they were going to connect on passes. They're good at what they do, but how much are you going to give them? And they put put the cap on it was the word he used on it. They put Absolutely. The cap on they, it. they didn't allow a lot of stuff down the field. They didn't allow a lot of catch and run. Yeah, the, the, the Bills got a little bit of, uh, on the ground there in the fourth quarter, but the Steelers have been daring them to run the football the entire game. Uh, they played almost exclusively nickel and dime in that game, and Buffalo just wouldn't do it until, you know, the game was, you know, they were down two scores. You want to run the football in that situation, have at it. Um, and, and so the Steelers let them do that. And then the offense comes back out and gets a score of its own to put it back up two scores. Yeah, and the, the, this defense, when you're talking about how good it it could possibly be, there are still some variables. There are some moving parts, literally a lot of moving, moving parts. parts. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, Cam Sutton going inside and outside. And I have to ask you, because this was something that you observed as the game was going on here, and I actually didn't even have a chance to follow up with you on that, but you noticed uh, some unusual movement at inside linebacker and some unusual usage. Yeah, I mean, they were taking Devin Bush off at times and leaving Schobert on. I think that's why, they, because they wanted to play more zone in this game than man. Um, that could change in future games if they want to play more man against mm-hmm. the team. Then I think Bush stays on the field as your dime linebacker. They were flipping guys. You know, sometimes you'd see uh, James Pierre on the outside. Sometimes, you you know, you, they would leave Sutton on the outside and play Arthur Millette. Where they, you know, Trey Norwood. It was a lot just, of Trey Norwood, you know, by you know the way. early, not yeah. as much late. Yeah. But even in, when they went to the dime, it was still Trey, you know, Trey Norwood in there. So there was a lot of moving parts there, and you know, to, to be able to have that kind of success with those many, with that many moving parts, also shows that everybody was on the same page, which isn't difficult to do. And you're bringing guys off the bench, and hey, you're going to play ten snaps this week. Oh, it can be tough. It, yeah, it, it no can question. be very. Yeah. You know, you can get. That's yeah. where you get your penalties for too many men on the field, things of that nature. And it just didn't happen in this game. No, and then, of course, there's the case of Robert Spillane coming up with the, the shin and it creating an opportunity for another young man. Absolutely, but uh, just a good all-around win. I uh, can't overlook the special team's contribution to this as well. Uh, you know, Ben Roethlisberger made sure he called out Danny Smith when he when he was uh, leaving the podium Yeah, there. he did, too. <laughs> um, so big, nice job, Danny Smith. Big, right? big pump block. Which no one was saying, by the way, on the initial kick return. No. And by the way, I'm referring to Buddy Johnson, of course, who ended up coming in, who was called out uh, by Mike Tomlin. 
uh, by name for he he said he wasn't he he shouldn't have been ready to play. He knew he was going to be inactive. They, they told him they tell him Friday, Saturday or, or Friday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're going to be inactive today. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, hey, oh, <laughs> go ahead and make your NFL debut. So that that meant that uh, how many of the Steelers draft picks were out here? Uh, six. Yeah, has to be six. Yeah, yeah that's that's. Pretty impressive for day one. The whole thing was impressive. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. Download the BetQL app and use the discount code. This is important. DKPS at payment. Check out for 25% off any subscription. BetQL.co slash DKPS.